You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What is up, punters and dribblers? Welcome back to another episode of the Hello Sport Podcast. Home by qualified opinion and unwavering bias. We're back. What did you, you drop? Phone slipped off. You've become you're becoming a real liability with your phone. Like it's I feel Why? like well, but you what do you mean? You know that that's the truth. Yeah, but that was but that was because it was old. Well, no, what happened on the weekend? Yeah, but that was because I forgot my charger. Right. Well, what just happened then? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Evidence may suggest that I am becoming a liability. Mm. I know in my heart of hearts that if I choose to turn things around, I can and will. Just like the Australian cricket team, Tom. We'll choose to turn it around. Yeah. You know? Did we want to keep things spicy? Did we Great want start. Okay. Okay. 30 seconds in, punters and dribblers. Evie's on holidays, and as much as we all love Evie Rose, she's one of the great distractions of all time. I'm not going to blame her. She's only three. It's not her fault. Well, it is her fault. It's not her fault because she's not doing it intentionally, but it is her fault. I suppose if you stuff up, right, like let's say you make a mistake, you're not doing it on purpose, but you still, you still make a mistake, it's still your fault, right? So it is Evie's fault. But then how far back can you trace it back? Does it become Tom's fault? It probably, listen, Tom bears responsibility. There's no doubt about that. Dave, he makes a, he makes a compelling point. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to halve responsibility 50-50. Tom and well, Evie. No, she, no, well, no, she's, got a, she's, got a, she's got to pick up her end of the 75-25. So obviously I have like uh, original sin given I am the father. Yeah. Okay. What you want to, you want to, Bear the brunt with her. What if I give her fifty? Me and Steph twenty five each. Okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept that as long as long as responsibilities born. Is that a yeah. fucking term? Well, listen, th- but the reality is that seventy five percent of fault not mine. So I'm going to step back. Yeah. Just say it's not my fault. Yep. The majority of it is not my. I fault. I just wanted to acknowledge that it's zero percent my fault. Zero percent. Just want that on the public record, punters yep. and dribblers. Although you known. agreed to do a podcast with me, so technically you're bringing on. That some was before fun. you had a kid. Yeah, but doesn't that was matter. Before you had a kid. Doesn't matter. Before you had a kid. Doesn't matter. Before you had a kid. You chose to continue doing zero percent. Well, I'm doing that as a favour. <laughs> and listen, you're using up all your brownie points. Just know that all used up. I feel like I got a few more stacked away, stashed away. <laughs> Not many. Not many. Not many. You're getting through them. Yeah, I'm fucking chewing through them. Getting through them. Um, great to be here with you again, Eddie. Always great to be here with you, Tom. It's a Monday. Tom, punters and dribblers, I will give you the lay of the land. Tom and I have just enjoyed ham and cheese toasties. We looked at each other and acknowledged that we could have gone a second each. I yep. know that's gluttonous. I know it's Monday morning. I know that's making poor decisions. I know that we're on the train to Six Pack City. I get all that. Train, the train, the train. Um, there was an electrical fault. Listen, the train has signaling issues. Tra- tr- listen, we are en route to Six Pack City. Know that we have been stuck in a particular station, uh, Gluttony Station, yeah, for yeah. a little while, probably a, a while longer than we intended. But you can't get ripped without first getting big. No, exactly. You can't get yeah. You got to bulk. You got to bulk before you rip. Yeah. Um, even Josh would acknowledge that. The first half of this year has been about building foundations. Yep. Um, we're just putting footings in the ground. I don't even know if that's the right term. We're putting footings in the ground and we're going to start building on top of them. Yep. But, but uh, you know, all all journeys to Six Pack City obviously stop by a gluttony 
present. And um, that's where we found ourselves. There was a signaling issue. They were doing track work, so we couldn't leave as early as we'd like. No. So we got ham and cheese toasties this morning and let it be known, we both could have had a second one, <laughs> but we didn't. So credit to us, obviously. Off credit to us, but credit's due. Off the, off the rip, credit to us. You know what that's missing? That ham and cheese toasty. Pickle sauce? Yes. Ham and cheese toasties should have pickle sauce on them if they know what's up. Mm. Now, I don't mind that ham and cheese toasty. It's pretty good, yeah. but it is missing pickle it's sauce. It's missing, missing pickle sauce. It's not that hard. Uh, whereas the cafe, just a little bit further down... Who let us down? ...are out of ham and cheese toasties. Now, this is something that I need to fucking... This is something that I've come, come, I've only experienced since being in this studio and having that cafe across the road, and then another one a little bit further down. It's the first cafes I've ever seen where they go, oh, we're, we, we've run out of ham and cheese toasties. I'm like, it's not something that's... It's just something you make. You tell me you're out of ham... And cheese. And cheese and that'll bread. Keep. That'll keep. You're a fucking cafe. You don't need to replace it every day. Put that in the fridge. You're a cafe. Don't ha- don't run out of ham or cheese or bread. I don't think they've run out of bread. Of course they have Given that they sell it. Yeah. I think that this is an effort thing. That's what I think. They just can't be fucked to make it. But to have both of them run out of... Well, listen, the one that I we... i tell you what, if they've run out, if they've run out around the corner, that says something about potentially people in this area having big weekends. And they've flocked to the ham and cheese toasty like they're going out of fashion. Mm. They've never gone out of fashion, but you can imagine people flocking to them if they, if were, they going. were going out of fashion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have a big weekend as well, though? Yes. Oh, did you? I had a big Saturday night. Yeah, so you just do, and like, you just rip regardless. It of was, it being was, on. it was actually caught me off guard a little like, bit. For me, I've like got to have something on, right? Like it's like, oh, okay. no, because we went away. I had a bucks on the weekend. We went away. Well, where'd you go? Went to Palm Beach. Yeah, right. Went to a friend's house. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. Um, the gronies are flowing, you know, chatter's alive and well. Yeah. And things lead to things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you, you, you're fairly broken on a Sunday. Foreplay does lead somewhere. And it usually leads to... It steps, doesn't always. But usually it does. But usually it it's does. It's a great indication of where things are going. That's right. Sounds like Negroni's a bit of foreplay and then... Well, Negroni's a foreplay and before you know it, you've had heaps of them. So... You know, I, I've only got myself to blame, Tom. I can acknowledge that. I put my hand up and I bear full responsibility for my actions on the weekend. I will, however, um, I'm not going to bear all responsibility as I as I tend to do. And that it things were like things were. I was jumped. You know what I mean? Okay. I was jumped. You were jumped by a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I went up there intending to have like a, a quiet, like a relaxed weekend and I was jumped by a good time. Yeah. And although it was frightening, it was fun. And, you know. You and I can be jumped by a good time. Like we won't fight back if a good time tries <laughs> no, to jump me. No, no, no. If a good time tries to jump me, I'm like, the, I've got the rubberiest arms of all time. Well, I go submissive. I I'm go, like, ooh, have your way with yeah, you. Yeah, like you, you get a guard dog expecting it to like defend you if a good time tries to jump you and my yeah. guard dog just presents. I almost like walk down dark alleys looking for looking for a good time, looking for good times <laughs> to jump me. You know what oh, I mean? Oh no! Whoops. Yeah, like I'm um, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've bleached up. You know what? Oh I mean? yeah, yeah. No, you're ready. You're shaved down, bleached up. <laughs> yeah, ready for a good time. No undies on. No. That sort of thing. Yeah, whistling. <laughs> <laughs> I know the oh, feeling. I'm, yeah, man. I'm whistling. Yeah, yeah. I um I set the alarm again for midnight. 
on the Bucks. You did reasonably well, though. I did do reasonably well. It was a long day. Huge day. Not great. Um, I did better, but I didn't do much better. How many alarms did you set this time? Oh, I just kept snoozing it. Which is annoying. Can you? Can I be honest with you? You need you need to find a different way because it's fucking annoying when your phone goes off all the, like every four minutes. It wasn't every four minutes, but there was a few. There was a few. I will actually. I think eventually I just turned it off. I didn't have it going. Like I, I, I planned to be either at home or leave by midnight. I think I left quarter to two. Again, could be worse. Could be way worse, dude. Were things alive and well when you left? I was the first person. Which was that's you know what I mean that's tough. I was like, but you but the, again that's that's the sort of rhetoric you roll out when you get home. I was first to leave. I made sure that was known. Don't worry. Yep. She was like, who was there? I was like, everyone still kicking on. Daddy peeled himself away because I made of the right. Because I made of the right stuff. And you know what? It was good because I got a I got a good sleep in because I already pre-planned. My sister was in town. She takes the girls with Steph to swimming class. Daddy sleeps in. I was a I was a, I was much more. Um, Capable. Well, mate, I, call, I talked to you at 11 o'clock. You, were, you just got up. Yeah. Which was shocking news. Yeah, it was a good sleeping. Good for you. Um, I was up at 8.30, mate, went for a swim. Oh, yeah. Made the right stuff. Did you? Yeah. That's why I sound like RFK right now because my voice is so fucked. Your voice, you need, again, we talk about ensuring your voice. I feel like we need to because it's, I don't trust it. It's weak. Well, it's it's just I tell you what it is. You do have a bad case of the RFKs, though. Yeah, I do. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> shout out to RFK. Dave, very. He's not happy. No, even you don't like the RFK shout out. I don't even know what he sounds like. Shout out to him for going to the gym and working out in jeans and no t-shirt. I can shout him out for that. Have you he's seen those huge. videos? He's, he's a good Nick, and he's he does bench presses in jeans. His voice and no is shirt. cooked. His voice is in awful Nick. In fact, I would argue he's hard to listen to. Very hard to listen to. It does make it difficult when, you know, you want to... I just don't see how someone that sounds like that can win the presidency. I just, I don't... How do you rally the troops? You know what, though? It's almost something that makes sense in, like, a dystopian movie. Yeah, maybe. So, where, like, if you assume that life pretty dystopian at the extremes, um, maybe having some... It's the same as, like, Trump. We like how the fuck was he going to get it? Yeah, because he he's does. one of the great orators all time. Yeah, but pre yeah. him That's getting it. That's how we won it. Pre him mate. getting it, no one thought it was possible. Pre him until, getting it until, but then when, but you when you unpack it, Tom, when you sure, but that's hindsight, right? Easy. No, but I'm saying orators, you got to be elite. Yeah, but I don't even think he's elite. He's not an elite speaker. He's just Trump fucking, is no, Trump, he's a, oh, the way he uses words. He's elite. His delivery is unmatched. He's, yeah, mate, yeah, same. he buried fucking Hillary. I didn't. You didn't expect this conversation. Well, neither did I. But here we are. <laughs> he fucking buried her sure. with wit. Yeah, yeah, but sure. So that he he's funny. He's sharp tongue. Yeah, he's oh, sharp well. tongue. Funny, but he's by no means like Conor McGregor, bro- super famous. Obama. White, sharp tongue. Obama was a great orator. He so spoke he really well. I don't think Trump really motivates. Right? He's just sort of like a, he, he can rally the troops by yeah, just being same a funny thing. Well, yeah, no, you, you, the outcomes the same, but the process is different, right? You can be a funny person. Yeah, but no, but, but okay. Side. Well, let's 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 take it back or wrong. Like they they use their voice to great effect. Sure, but it's like there's. <laughs> is that enough? Well, no, but that's what's not what we're talking about, right? I'm saying RFK in a dystopian film makes perfect sense. Trump is funny. It's not the sound of his voice that gets people over the line. It's, it's what he says. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You said, the, you said the sound of their voice. No, because I think that his voice is so So, so it is jarring. the sound of his voice or... Oh, you mean IFK? So yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like fucking Darren Lockyer on roids. 
Mate. Sounds like Darren Lockyer's current voice if someone's Darren, there come up Darren and Lockyer smacks him in the throat with a baseball bat. Darren Lockyer sounds like Morgan Freeman in comparison to RFK. Yeah. Yep. No offense. Uh, we're off track. <laughs> we are. Now we're um, back on. But now we're back on. My voice. We're back on track. My um, voice just it gives me away. It gives me up. It gives you up. You give yourself up. You don't. You you wear it. You wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, so dude, I do. I, I look. It's okay to wear your heart on your sleeve. Your emotions on your sleeve. Uh, sleeve full of hearts. But it was a good weekend. I'm just. I'm better. For, I fucking. You better for the run. I'm better for the run. But I had a good. I had a re- pretty good sleep Saturday night, as we said. And then last night. And, you know, thank God I already accepted my OAM from Albanese instead of waiting for it next year. I passed out at like 7.30 before the cricket started. So many people have acknowledged that when I'm up watching the boys on the final day, like when the whips are cracking, Australia's been getting over the line. But I passed out fucking early and didn't get to see a single ball. We lost. There was... It felt like we were going to lose. Sure. I know that sounds weird, but like it just, it, from the first ball last night, it just it felt like they were going to chase it. it just I mean, it was a chaseable score. It was chaseable. It was chaseable. Now, I have full unwavering confidence in the boys to get the fucking job done next test. I don't, although it'd be good drama to all going into the final test, it'd be probably a little bit more than these nuts could have. Yeah, that's, it's like, I'd like to, I'd like it. That would be fun, and for the series to be like you know one of the all time. But I can't. Series. But yeah, but but how much risk do you want to invite into your life? Do you want to invite in the possibility of one of the most crushing no defeats no. of all time? No, no, no I, I don't. like the fact that the only side that's come back from two 0 down is ours. Yes, I'd like to keep it, that and way. I'd hate it for it to for it to be a basketball side. Yeah, wouldn't you? Especially with the the sort of they sort of abandoned baseball to a degree in the third test, sort of as in much more than they were the first two tests. It was like whoa. Well, the first test was outrageous in the extreme. They were all close though. I mean, you can't shit on it completely, but I just love test series in England. Yeah, it's good for the soul. Yeah, they're fucking close. The pitch, like the first pitch, obviously was shit ass, but the, but it was so close, it was great. That pitch was a doozy. Yeah, it was the one great. They rolled out here. Make sure you know. I hope. I hope people, um, you know, from the MCG, possibly the SCG, just taking a couple of notes. I don't want to shit yep. on our own grounds, but sometimes you have to. Well, no. Sometimes, sometimes they're ordinary. sometimes you have to pull on your own grounds to make a point. What a fertilise them, Tom. Well, that too. So, but I'm talking about like making a point. I'm talking like, about metaphorically fertilise. No, but I'm talking about literally like if you need to make a point to like protest, sometimes you have to shit on your own ground, right? Yes. I won't stand for this. Sometimes the only way to make a point is to shit where you eat. Yep. Now. Some say it's an extreme measure, but listen, you maybe you haven't, maybe life hasn't called upon you to make a point like that before. Well, maybe. It has for anyone. Maybe you haven't been, you know, put in a situation where you need to stand up and, and literally shit where you eat. And stand up, pants down. Stand up, pants down, sort of stuff. That's right. Now, <clears throat> a couple of missed opportunities, I think, in this test. When we look back and we try to excavate, um, second innings batting. Yeah, but that even in the first innings, when they get seventy runs, what were they fucking one hundred and sixty-five for? Oh, once St- when Stokes is in, yeah, yeah, there was there was. And then they get that those seventy runs. Stokes like, and Moeen, where he got, they didn't, got del- sucked they didn't deserve those runs. No, though. they didn't. But Stokes, dude, that's the beauty of the series. It's the beauty of Stokes. I, I hate, like, I actually love Stokes. I can't even say I hate him. I hate the English, but I love Stokes. Um, 
But the second innings when Smudge and Marnus just did nothing. To Moane, of all people. Of all people, you know? Like, just... It wasn't a spinner's pitch, punters and dribblers. It wasn't a spinner's pitch. He goes out there, bang, bang. Weak. It's the, like, the, the stats around our top four in this test, like, historically or awful. Historically, as in this 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 side has been historically awful in that in that in that test match we just had our oh. top four's stats historically awful, really yeah first time I don't think it was like it was one of the first I think it was the first time one of our top four hasn't got a fifty in England since two thousand one ugh off the top of the dome oh wow minus close was he on forty something or forty something maybe that was in the first dig second dig was nothing remember. nothing. Smudge got two in the second dig. It's just not good enough. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say, Tom. Not in his 100th enough. test. Not good enough. Not good enough? No. Not good enough. Just not good enough. Not good enough. It's just, I mean, it just is what it is. Is what it is, not good enough. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some. I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, 
let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Scotty Boland. No, no which wickets. I think he probably... Listen, I think we just go Scotty. So, they, so Country Boy rested for Boland in this one? As far as I'm aware, he He's was. He's not injured again, is he? Fuck, man. Yeah, like, no, it was more just like management. I think load injury. management, Tom. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Sometimes you need to manage your load. No, I'm... So, un- it, doesn't, I'm, so it doesn't overwhelm I'm you. a flow, yeah, yeah. Sort of like backburning. Yeah, it's like backburning. That's right. That's right. Clearing the pipes, as it were. Yeah, that's right, Tom. Clearing um, the pipes. So, Scotty Boland, no wickets, punters and dribblers. He um, makes way for the next test. See you later. Assume. Mitch, Mar- what the, what the Marsh conundrum. Swamp Junior, Junior conundrum. Oh, I don't see it as a conundrum. I really don't. Well, what do you see it? I see it as, well done, Mitch Marsh. Welcome to the side, bruh. Cam Baggy Green. Listen, you can't... You go in under the pump, wearing deep poo-poo, deep shit, as they say... Mm. And Mitch Marsh goes, you know what, bruh? How does a runnable hundred sound? Mm. Does that feel good? But is it fluky as opposed to like... Doesn't matter. The guy's obviously in good nick. He's taking wickets, Tom. He's, he's trundling in. What was his second innings dig? What did he get there? He got uh, 28. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. It's more than five. It's more than two. It's more than, you know... Marnus, see, Marnus, that's the thing with Marnus. He's getting starts. What do you have in the first dig? 40-some. In the second dig, 33. Listen, Marnus, there, yeah, I was 21. Yeah, 21 and 33. Like, it's not like he's getting out early, really. No, early. no, no. Sort you of getting no. in and then yeah. faltering. Yeah. Which has been frustrating. Punters and dribblers. I just think, legitimately, how do you drop Mitch Marsh? Can you drop a bloke who gets 100 Could under you? the pump like that? Could you? And I'm just like, I'm throwing out, obviously, you know, I'm just looking do you well? Uh, like, listen. I'm just get it out. <laughs> you, if you wanted Green to come back in, and you just drop Poland for Green and have Green as a fast bowler. Not that he's been bowling that well. He actually been getting fucking pumped. He's and been getting worked Hazel into the out. ground. Yeah. How many overs did Mitch Marsh bowl? Um, first time I think that Pat Cummins was going for like five and over as well. Three overs for one wicket. Mm. Nine runs, second innings, he bowled six overs for a wicket. Jesus, they didn't share the love much, did they? Todd Murphy got two overs in the second dig, punters and dribblers. Went for six and a half and over, and they go, nah, you're out. That, geez, Not a lot of faith, is it? Jeez, that bodes well, doesn't it, for the remaining mm. two tests? No, mm. Gary the Goat Lion, Todd yeah. Lee Murphy yeah. of, mm, we're not going to use you, mate. Fame. Yeah, they really didn't. I wonder whether, like, they should have. Or whether it's like, we're just trying to ease him in here. Like, we don't need him. Like, 15, 16 overs for Paddy, Paddy C and Mitchell Stark. Not using anyone else. Mm, don't know. I don't know. The, and then, like, David Warner is just well, David's been- such a rugby league liability. Oh, Even he's though he's been- batted well, like, and he has scored runs, it's like... He's also just going to get out every fucking time, basically. Well, as soon as Stuart Broad's thrown the pill, Tom, it's all over. Mm. It's all she wrote. Has he got him out every time this series so far? Mm, except once, I think. I think so. He's become a rugby league liability. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's no no ifs, no buts, punters, dribblers. A rugby league liability. The question is, what do you do with a rugby league liability in a cricket setting? Yes, it's difficult. Some saying, and I don't know where I saw this, but I did see it just before we came on. I saw it in the green room. Warner dropped. Yep. Head to open. Marsh to green. 
Baggy back in. Marsh, sorry, Marsh to where head was batting. Yep. Baggy Green back in. How does Trav go at the top? I think he opened for his state. I think he's like, and he didn't he fill in an opener one time. It's um, just it's just a different. He filled in an opener, I think, one time when maybe someone got concussed or some shit. I don't know, but like, I think he can open. Right, like, how's how many runs has Green been scoring again? Puns and dribbles. I can't remember anything from at least from not more many. Than two days ago. Not so. many. Not many. But, he, but what he does provide is another quick option. But he's been getting carded. Well, I don't know if that's like just Stokes fucking him up, or generally whether that's been the perception. And I've got like, you, know well, you and I don't know what we're talking. We don't about. know what we're talking about. That's this the is problem. just two mates sitting down trying to excavate our thoughts. Yeah, trying to work out where we've come from. Uh, Cam Green last test he got zero and eighteen. The test before thirty eight and twenty eight, and then against India he got six and twenty five. What about so? Like, is he scoring more runs than Warner? Who's taken um, or attempting to take lacquer off nut? Well, not, probably not. Warner's had four and one this test. Last test, he got 66 and 25. First test, nine and 36. And then against India, he got 43 and one. So not they're not crazy different, but one's also bowling. Like, they're probably not going to do it to Warner either because it's David Warner. But like... I don't know what they do. I this I tell I tell you what they do do. The country boy comes back. We know that. Yeah. Because you can trust the country boy to do a job and a job he will do. So you can lock that in one hundred percent. David Warner. I reckon they'll keep him there, punters and dribblers. That's just a prediction that I'm prepared to make. And I genuinely think that they'll keep Mitch Marsh. I just think that you can't walk past a hundred in the street and not acknowledge it. No, you can't. And then didn't he? What? How many wickets did he get? He got one in each innings. I read somewhere that he was the first player to score 100 and take two wickets in an Ashes test since, like, 1926. There you go. A lot of good stats. A lot of good stats. It was, I tell you what warmed the heart, Tom, seeing Swamp, Swamp Junior over in Bali oh, just yeah. celebrating, you know, one of the great tons the, all time. Celebrating Junior Junior's, you know, third Ashes ton. He scored all his tons in the Ashes. Because he loves it. He gets it. I tell you what was nice after the game, and I'm verbatim here, punters and dribblers, he was sort of saying, yeah. <laughs> that was my phone, just fell off again. I am a liability. Um, Shocking that your last phone was so fucking smashed up. <laughs> you got a cover on that one yet? I do, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, no, so he was saying how he's just, all he's trying to do is just make Australia love him. Well, because there was the thing where he was like, yeah, everyone in Australia hates me. But I can't. I feel like you can't hate him now. Of course you can't hate him now. But no, we didn't hate him. I think We that, just wanted more. Exactly. That's the thing, right? Like, I think a lot of the frustration came from our original frustration with Sean Marsh, Swamp Jr., who was so highly touted, who had like the best cover drive in world cricket, and everyone just like touched themselves. And he the kept getting picked. Sean. He kept getting picked, and he averaged like two. And then I think when his younger brother came along, who was promised is this unbelievable all-rounder that took wickets with reckless abandon and would, you know, pillage tons, and he didn't really do that. That's know. all it was. We, listen, as a nation, you want people to fight, you know, the people representing a nation to do well all the time. Is that reasonable? No, it's not. But that's the way it goes. But... I've got to tell you, most people, myself included, incredibly fickle. Yes. If he gets out for a pair next next test, I'm sending him home. No, no, you send him home with 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 eight 
whippings. Sent him home lashings, in economy. In economy. Mm. Lashed up yeah. to within an inch of his life. Yeah. Because it's unacceptable. But at the moment... I love him. I'm a huge fan of Mitchell And I Marshall never Ford. hated him either. I didn't hate him. Hate's a strong word. I never I, hated was him. I, but was, was I frustrated with Mitch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was. was. And I, you know, until you hit a ton, then you're then that's the only way that you get into business class in my mind. Well, listen, he's in business class for now. Tell you who's but but listen, Scotty Bowen probably back to economy after that game. Well, Scotty Bowen, the way he's going, mate, it might be the boat for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go old school with Scotty. No offense, Scotty. Or again. We check him in. Check him in. Like check baggage. Yeah, we could do that. Put him in put him in one of those cricket kits. Put him in a yeah, well, he'd fit in a cricket bag. Yeah. Give him just a snorkel so he's got oxygen. That's right. Put a tank in there. Give him a jumper, probably cold down there in the cabin. Yeah, no, it would be. And put a heavy tag on him. Oh, yeah, it's a he- and 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 um and probably um like breakable. Like what's it called? Fragile. Fragile. Well, he's not fragile. He's tough. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, he'd be tough. He'd be tougher than glass. Oh yeah, tougher than China. But he's heavy. We know that he's heavy. Yeah. So the heavy tag goes on. Listen, Scotty. Th- again, that's not personal. Right? This isn't a personal vendetta You've against you. You've got to set you. standards, though. Standards, standards must be set. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And the standard Tom and I set is, are you worthy of a seat on the plane? Yes or no? And at the moment, no is the answer. No is the answer. And what we'll do, because obviously we don't want to have to go and buy a full new cricket kit, we might just put like all of the shit in a cricket bag, Scott's cricket bag, probably just in like a bin bag. We either just check that and have its own well, seat Well, he the doesn't plane. need it. We just chuck it out. He doesn't need it. No, we just true. leave it. Just leave it in the sheds. Put him in his own cricket bag and off he goes. Set him off. Maybe cut some holes down the bottom if his feet need to stick out. Well, you know, he might be too tall, but you could probably crunch up a little bit. I think you can crunch up. You can definitely crunch up. Just like, you know. Knees to chest. Knees to chest sort of stuff. That's the way to do it. Again, Scotty, it's not personal. No, it's not It's personal. just that we need a little bit more out of you, mate. No wickets. Mm-hmm. All test. Um, not good enough. The way that... The way that England played in terms of how many drop catches they've had in this series is great, obviously, for our nation. But if they were to start catching well, Tom, might be a bit of an issue. Yes, but there's a part of me that's like, I was thinking about this and going... You, can't, you just can't get this... better at catching overnight, though, can No, you? but I mean, you, well, maybe you can, but it's like... You reckon overnight? I don't reckon. I think it's a concentration thing. Because, like, Joe Root can catch, but he drops Mitch Marsh on 12, and then he goes to make 118, and you're like... You're just not concentrating enough. You're a one. You're in the slips, bro. Like that's your job. Or do you think this has got more to do with him being weak and English? Well, this well, and a boy. No, look, I didn't want to have to say it after a loss because it sounds like I'm being bitter, but I'm not being bitter. I'm just speaking truth. Yeah, he's a weak English boy, and that probably has something to do with it. His weak English hands. Weak English boys have weak English hands, and I think that's probably why he drops Marsh on fuck all before yeah. he goes on to get 118. You needed a bit of luck, as Willen says. Usman's reckons you need a bit of luck in test cricket. Mm. I'm prepared to go along with that train mm-hmm. of thought. Um, but you also need to be able to take catches. Next catches test, win matches. Next test starts the 19th. Is that next Thursday? 10 days, I think, man. Uh, that'd be next Wednesday, I'm pretty sure. Next Wednesday. I think they're going, they've got five days off the boys. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to be, you wouldn't want to be, is it Danny? Danny Smith? Smudge's wife? Yeah. That'd be a tough spot. It'd be in. tough being her because Smudge, obviously, no no runs in this test. In his 100th test in as well. In his 100th. He'll be fucking ropeable. Yeah. And I just, I can't see how, anywhere they go, he'll just be with his bat the whole time. He probably won't go anywhere. He's just stay in the net. Well, he's like, mate, I'll have a bit of time off after I get another 100 maybe. If I don't get another 100, I won't have any time off. 
And he didn't in his hundredth. No, which that would have stung. He would have seen Ricky do it. You know, where am I on the tree? Da, 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 da. The fact Ricky did it first and second innings with hairy arms says uh, says something. Well, it doesn't say nothing. It says more say- than nothing. It says something. Mm. At least in my mind, it does. Those uh, stay in your crease jumpers should hopefully be out to everyone by uh, next test. Yep. Fucking oath. Thank you, everyone, who got on that. We actually, there was a shitload of you. We knew that'd go well because it's fucking great top-line shit, but I was... It's top-line. It's top-line. And it just, you know, it says what it... It says what it does. It does what it says. Stay in your crease. Stay in your crease, mate. It's as simple as that. Stay in your crease. Good to say they stay. Good to see they stayed in their crease. test. Yes. Learned their lesson. Johnny Besto can't catch. No, he can't. Johnny Besto is maybe the worst worst wicket keeper in the history of the game. But they won't drop him, will they? Like they just won. Well, I don't. Drop, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not particularly au fait with the makeup of of English cricketers. There's folks who's a way better keeper, and he's like waiting in the wings. Could you not? Could is is Johnny not good enough as just a batsman? Uh, I sort of no, I think he is. I sort of see him. I sort of see him as as a top six batter. Yes, that's he's definitely not a fucking. He's not a top top six wicket keeper in the world. But who's the batting lineup for them? Crawley, Duckett, Ali, Root, Brook, Stokes. Like who are they going to drop? Go down, Dave. Just scroll down a bit. Up. Oh, there you Sweet. No, that's all right. Yeah, so who would you drop? You need a spinner, so they're not going to drop Moline. Harry Brook just got him there. Crawley and Duckett opening. Don't know, mate. I don't know. Bersto, his first innings in the Ashes, he got 78. Yeah. And then since then hasn't got over 20. Listen, that's for them to work out. Yeah. It's not my problem. Not my problem frankly. either. We, I think we won the last test at Old Trafford as well that we played in 2019. That's where we retained the Ashes. I see this is the venue where we win the Ashes. Punters and Dribbles, first time since 2001. I'm not worried. <clears throat> I'm not worried at all. It's a hiccup. Merely a hiccup on the Mealy. road to glory. Merely. Marco Merely. Shout out to him. Shout out to Mark. Um... No shout-outs to the Australian cricket team. You let us down. Simple as that. Yep. I'm not angry about it. I am slightly disappointed. 5-0 would have been great. Now it's not possible. That's okay. But know this. If you don't win the Ashes, you can swim back. Alex Carey apparently brought up some yarn in the commentary, like hanging shit on Carey. Sorry, Alistair Cook did it to Alex Carey. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, you said you Carey, got audio of yeah, it, or cool. is it just? Uh, I don't have the audio. I don't think. What was it? Um, so the audio just would help inform, like whether this is like a joke yarn or whether he's actually hanging shit on it. Yeah. So basically, I think it was Cook that brought it up. Uh, the story was that on Thursday, uh, Carey went for a haircut, but the guy didn't take card, and Carey didn't have cash, so he left without paying for the haircut. And then I think Steve Smith came out and posted like photos of Carey like at the start of the series and now and was like he didn't even go get a haircut. And so I don't know where the story came from. Um, I saw he- that. I saw that. I'm I'm going to go with Smudge on this one. Yes, I am. Either he had a haircut or he didn't. There might have been a lookalike. I, I think Cook was, re- was just uh, retelling a story that he'd heard, obviously. Yes. He, he's not making that up in the booth. No, probably not. I mean, he's a bit of a fucking... 
Yeah, apparently it was it was a different. I imagine his imagination isn't fucking that crack hard. He seems pretty like boring, (laughs) dull. Although I do like his commentary. Um. So what did Carey deny, or is is it just like? Well, Carey denied it. Smith denied it. Apparently, what happened was it was a different player, an unnamed player, and the player did eventually pay by bank transfer. And so wait, the guy didn't take an Australian player. Yeah. Who's had a haircut? I wonder if it was maybe it was one of the boys running water. Could Who the fuck knows? Hey, like if you don't take card, you might not get paid immediately because most of the fucking world take like. It's the we same should. as if you're a place that says you don't take card or cash, you're a fuckwit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you go into a place that doesn't take card and they only take cash, they'll generally point you in the direction of an ATM. Yeah, well, exactly. Go get cash here, or it's like, okay, mate, I'll have to come back and give you money, right? Like. I've done that many times, yeah. getting a haircut. I'll go back, I'll be back in a sec. And you go get money out and you come back. Not the end of the world. But I'm also like, for sure, take card. Because it's fucking 2023. If you... It's obviously a little taxation thing you'd have to think. Through. Well, that's not my problem, is it? No, it's not your problem. I'm just musing about why people wouldn't take cash in this day and age. They might be like, oh, yeah, because the transaction fees are too high. Bake that into the price, bruh. Bake it into the price. Reeks of... Reeks of a bit of a... You know. Yeah, let's start out. You want to... Cook's going to bloody be responsible for this guy getting audited. A little bit of a... Anyway, puns and dribblers, we will win the next test, so don't worry. Okay? And Shut up, Cook. And Cook, mate, half inclined to tell the fucking king to take that knighthood away, mate. You keep talking shit. Yeah, talk shit, get hit. That's it, bro. Punters and dribblers, I believe it's maybe at 8 p.m. tonight. I'm not 100% sure. You'll have to do your own research on this one. But Monday night, uh, our good friend, the rugby league guru, is selling some merch. I don't know if you have been seeing recently, but he's got these very cool maroon guru hats. They're fucking I hot. think he's just selling hats tonight. The cord then, ones. Yeah, and then I think he's got some, some other shit coming out, like some jumpers and stuff that you see in his videos. Fucking good. I'm a huge, huge fan of Guru's merch that's that's coming out. Um, but the first one is tonight. So I love those cord hats. They're sick. They're good. He's done a great job. 6 p.m. tonight. 6 p.m. tonight. Uh, what's the website? Uh, rugbyleagueguru.com.au There you go. Go and get around the roo. Get around the roo. Get around the roo. Yeah, get around the roo. Stomp the roo. <laughs> stomp the roo is uh, what they say about the Amaru and Dubbo. Go stomp the roo. Stomp the roo. Stomp. I was like to go to the Amaru. Yeah. Whereas in this context, it sounds like you want someone to be violent to our good friend Roo. We don't want anyone to stomp Roo. No. Um, well, stomp his website. Yeah, stomp his website. Uh, another thing, punters and dribblers, if you haven't already gone and listened, our latest chat with Toby Rudolph is up, excuse me, on uh, podcast channels and the Hello Sport YouTube. Toby Rudolph, a great man. We thank him very much for coming on. And then Tuesday night, 8 p.m., the great and powerful Millie Boyle, arguably the greatest female rugby league player in the world right now. Well, I'd argue she is. I'd argue she is. Uh, and it was great. It was great to have Millie on. Came, we had a good yarn, good chuckle. We had a great yarn with Millie. Yeah. She's she's unreal. She is. Big fan really, of her work. Huge fan. Oh, my voice. It's just holding on. Huge fan of Millie. Hang in there, buddy. Not much further. Nah, nah, nah. Hang on. Hang on. Final Grit, straight sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so that's out uh, on SEN tomorrow night, 8 p.m. And then you can listen to it. If you aren't able to listen to it at 8 p.m., it'll be on the uh, the SEN app. Correct. Search All Talk in your podcast apps. You'll find them. Yes, if you're busy, you know what I mean? You might be out and about. You might be cooking dinner. Mm. You might be having a schnooze. You yep. might miss it. A schnooze. Yeah. SEN app. The NRL... 
set to block. Uh, I think maybe the Bulldogs offered a Tino Fa'asua Malawi because they're offering him like a four-year, four million, this is all reported, four-year, four million dollar deal, I think. Mm-hmm. And also a percentage stake in a, in a pub. And then I was like, no, you can't do that, buddy. Jeez, that's not a bad way of thinking about things. They've obviously got the Laundy Group. The Laundy Group in there. Couple of pub barons. I don't. I don't know how many they own, but they own a shitload of pubs. But like, sure. I like, wonder if that. I wonder if it was the stake in the South Dubbo Tavern. They own that. Could be, but I mean, like, I'm also like, hey, Bulldogs, stop fucking offering people like, you know, I'm sure we'd love to offer Tino. Like, oh yeah, sweet. Do you want a slice of the club as well? I don't. I've got no problem with it. I'm, I've got no problem with the NRL blocking it, mm. but I don't mind the Bulldogs trying to think outside the box a little bit, Tom. Oh no, listen, I'm. I'm fine with them thinking outside the box, but isn't that also thinking outside the cap? Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Mm. They're thinking outside the cap, Tom, yeah. and I think it's genius. Yeah. Although, if you're the NRL, you look at that and you go, well... That doesn't make sense. What's the va- Okay, put it this way. What's the value of the pub? So the pub's $50 million. And you're getting 10%. That's $5 million. So essentially, he's $9 getting- million dollar player. Yeah. Over four years. That's not really how it works. No, that's thinking outside the cap. It's thinking outside the cap. Trying to masquerade Thomas thinking outside the box. Yes. Boxing caps are different. Problem with. Well, I don't I respect the gameplay, but I'm I'm like there it's it's also from someone who's stupid themselves, it seems like almost so overt that it's stupid that you're trying to sneak that pass in RL. Does he need more than a million dollars a year, Tino? He doesn't at all. Do you know what I mean? I mean like I know, a million I know the caps, plus. I know the cap's gone up, so like I need to also recalibrate my perception of player wages. But like big boys getting a million dollars is kind of hard to get my head around. So like Payne Haas, Fafita, Tino. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of money. There's no doubt about that. And I'm not saying that they're not work it, worth it during these these new salary cap times. But I just feel like that plus a stake in the South Dubbo Tavern's a lot. Yeah. Because it's one of the great pubs of South Dubbo Tavern. And shout out to it. Good pokies? Yeah. Of course. Well, it's a tavern. Taverns, Taverns. usually. Taverns dripping. usually. That, yeah, that's exactly right. Was there a whisper running around on the weekend, Tom, that you sort of... I don't know if it was your whisper. I've, I hear Or if whispers. it was a... Did you hear the whisper? Is that your ideal whisper? No, no, I heard the whisper. You heard it. Yeah. And you whispered it to me. Yes. What'd you hear? I don't, and like, I obviously, the whispers we get are not necessarily good whispers. Listen, whispers I, can come it, from anywhere. It's probably worth noting that Tom and I don't, we don't hear a heap of whisper. I used to hear You shit used to loads. hear all the whispers. I used whisper. to get really good mail, but unfortunately, my connections to said mail have, for, for better or worse, they have dried up a little bit. Do you, do you ever feel like getting on the blower, chasing a whisper? Yes, sometimes, but I'm like, can I be fucked? Well, because I didn't in, have to chase them before. No, I know. They used to just come to me like but just a text. Whispers? Question. Got one. any whispers? Got any whispers? Got any whispers? You want us to break? And I'm I'm not necessarily saying that we'll talk about it on the podcast. That's just me being a fat little greedy guts who yeah, likes hearing. Whispers. No, exactly. Because you, I get real good. Because ones. you need to understand as well, Tom, that my whispers have dry, dried, dried up. Because yours have dried yeah. up. I know. So I used to get great whispers because yes. you got great whispers. And now, and now I'm whisperless. The whisper well. And now I'm sitting here trying to drum up 
whispers that we may or may not have heard on the weekend that are well, almost listen, certainly bullshit. Pro, yeah. I've heard whispers, I think, and I don't even know if this has been announced. This isn't someone, but like Manly's apparently let like seven players know that they're going, like tapped him on the shoulder. Um, and the whispers also included the players they think have been uh, tapped, but I won't go into those because I don't think that's fair to those people mm. if it hasn't been announced. But the whisper was that, and you may have heard our CEO, Tony Mestrov, who's the uncle of a friend of the show, actually, we found out quite by accident. Remember when we were down in Adelaide? Uh, yes. Do you remember now? Vaguely, but I can't. I'll just put this beef in. Yeah. Unbeep from here. So you beep everything now. Thank you, Tobler. Um, he said that I saw him quoted somewhere, and as it was relating to like Latu Finau and Luke Brooks, it was like, we need immediate results. Latu's a prospect. Yes. Um, whether you agree with that or not, doesn't matter, but that's, that's what he said, right? Well, that's his take. That's his take. So apparently we've moved on seven players, uh, and that is with the hope of sort of getting quite a thick, hefty, fucking meaty, girthy sack filled of cash war chest to go after either Tino Fa'asumala Awi or David Fafida, who are both off contract at the Titans because Holbrook got the arse and that meant that they get, like, that's a clause in their deal. They had clause in their deal that they can fuck off. Listen, if they if we were to get one of those players, yes, that would drastically change my outlook on everything. Well, I need my outlook changed because at the moment the outlook, and I don't want to be too negative here, punters and dribblers, but my my outlook is is a little bit bleak. I I, I am suffering from Monday itis. So yes, that that's in, a Monday itis. That is informing my outlook. But the quickest and easiest way to get rid of Monday itis, it's, it's not exercise. It's not a sauna. It's not a steam room. It's not a cold plunge. It's you buy me a big, thick presence. It's it's spending money on me. Spend money on me. Wine and dine me. You Diamonds I mean? are a girl's best friend. Yeah. Well, and I'd love a diamond. I want a diamond. I want you to take me to the Gucci store and buy me what I want, daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I daddy you, being Tony Mastro. Yeah, I want, I want Tony, daddy, to to take me and splurge on me. Yeah, you know like, I mean? a, like a pretty woman married to a billionaire. I'm a dirty little, you know. Yeah. And you take me shopping. Take me shopping. I want diamond rings. I want Gucci. I want Chanel. I yeah. want new heels. <coughs> yeah. I want new furs. Yeah. I want new lingerie. Yeah. And I want a hotel room. Yeah. And you can do what you want to me. But before then... I need I need some cash yeah. splashed on me. Daddy. I need you to splash cash, and if you were to splash cash on like Tino or David for feeder, yeah, then we're cool. No, then we're we're real good. We're good. What would you What would you prefer for feeder or, or Tino? Um, probably Tino. I think so too. But David for feeder is an explosive little piglet. You know he what I mean? he like, is an explosive little piglet. More probably because Tino, like we just need front rowers. We do, yeah. You know, and that's we've we, you and I have been banging on about that for quite some time, Tom. Our need, our thirst, our desire for big, thick fronties, mm. and he ticks those boxes. He does. Now, if I can be one of the greediest little guts all time, we'll take both of them, please, Daddy. 
Daddy, can we have both? Can we have both? Why not both? Daddy, por qué no los dos? Da, 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 da. That's a taco ad, in case you don't remember. How do you know what she says? I don't even know if that's correct. I think it is. It's similar. It's close enough. I have gotten... I wouldn't that's be pretty able much it. I like wouldn't when you even have know soft when to, shell, hard I wouldn't shell. Even know She's like, start. why not both? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but por, I don't. Por qué no los dos? Thank you, dude. Yeah. I'm reading the subtitles when she says that and paying no attention. See, that's just advertising getting into my brain. Nice. Uh, yeah, Daddy, we'll take both, please, Daddy. Mm. Por qué no los dos? Now I start looking... At that Brooks, at that Dace, at that Tommy Talao who's coming, who can play rugby league hey, football. Hey, listen, Tommy Talao, he Tommy, played right for the Tigers. Tommy, 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 wet us up a little bit on Thursday night. He wet us up a little bit. Shout out to anyone who watched Sebo and us and Louie on our live stream Thursday night. Sebo went hard in the pain. Sebo, victim of tequila. I, I love someone put a fight card together, like a fight uh, promo, and it was just Sebo versus a bottle of tequila. We we thought he might have had one of the great pre-games all the time. Yeah, we, was, we were like, oh, he he's been out of the pub. He had one sip and he was loose. We like, he's been at the pub all afternoon. But no, it was like one sip of tequila sent him to the moon, yeah. as it were. But shout out to Seb. Um, you know, you did well, buddy. Yeah, you did. You did well. We are probably going to have to uh, introduce some sort of... <laughs> <laughs> some sort of like a quota. Uh, some sort of yeah, quota? quota. Or maybe it's just breathalyzer. If you get over a certain amount of blood alcohol, you gotta You're fucking out. we gotta put a mouth on like a, some tape over your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. One of those ball gags potentially, Tom. Yeah, it should be a full head thing, shouldn't it? Ball gag in the mouth. Yeah, ball gag in the mouth. One of those put the gimp suit on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You played a shocker. Yeah. Uh he very close to getting cut. Yeah. Sebo. Well, he, <laughs> we actually we put the mics down quite a bit. Yeah, we did. We had to Tobler had to be really, you know quite vigilant um but yeah tommy Talau, uh, he looked all right he looked, looked good. nice didn't yeah he? Uh, he looked nice yeah but there is positions that need to be filled and it's up the front but so everyone's going for tino apparently the roosters also like tino of course hey dogs hey. tino roosters tino dogs also like Payne haas if raiders I'm- like dave Fafita. but like i mean i just think we are a better shot over the raiders to get any player. Like, if, if Manly and the Raiders wanted the same player, obviously money comes into it, but like, oh, yeah, Dave, we'll give you a million to not go to the to not go to not Canberra. Like, you basically got to get double what everyone else is offering if you want to go down to Canberra and you're a stud, mm. you know? Like, I understand going down there when you're young, you... you get a start. Is it green-eyed, bushy-tailed? Is that the thing? Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Thank you, Tom. And, again, Monday-eyed and, and, you know, and then potentially you turn into a throbber down there and then you mm. look for greener pastures. But rarely do you see big, thick presences go down there when there's other money on the table unless the money was, you know, biblical. Yes. Now, I think because of those reasons and those reasons alone, Manly's got to be a little bit of a shout, don't we? Surely. I th- and hey, Roosters. Like, obviously, you're trying to buy everyone under the fucking well, they're just sun. They're trying to buy their way out but of... But why don't you try and win games with the good, with the decent side you got now? Mm. What about that? Mm. Why don't you try to win a single game of rugby league with that star-studded side you've already got? Mm. Yeah, you've had some injuries, but the side you roll out's still pretty handy. They still got the worst attack in the league? Probably. Start of the season, they were basically just a team full of fucking representative players. Um... But yeah, listen. If that would have happened with Manly, like I'd be, I'd be impossibly toey. Their second worst attack, eleven points ahead of the Tigers. I'd be impossibly toey. Same, like uncontrollably so. 
like, um, I'm barring up. Yeah, barring up. Full gag. Full gag. So, w- w- what's the sort of timeline on this, Tom? Was there a timeline on the whisper? It was a no, not that I've got yet. And was the whisper just that Manly were going for them? Was that it? Uh, was, it yeah, de- but, was it more developed than that? Uh, no, no, no. Wait, it was not more developed than that at all. I'll see if I can find it again for you just to give you a bit of a quick little, or if I've lost it here. So just basically... It, how long do you reckon it would take to dress that camel? I, I mean, it's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. There's a lot on that camel. Obviously, puns and dribbles. Hari, no well, you might at. be able to find the photo. Hari Nandakuma. H-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-A-K-U-M-A-R. It's a photo of a very uh, brightly dressed camel. And I just wonder how long it would take that camel to get dressed. You know? That's it. Uh, it'd probably take a long time. I think so. I think a long time too. Fuck, I can't be bothered to go find that, guys. It's going to be... Don't worry about it, mate. I don't think it's necessary. You can move on. Punters and dribblers, big news re-breaking the yips, which is obviously the golf, the golfing arm of... The Hello Sport universe. Well, it's the golfing arm of the whole operation. Of the whole operation. Uh, tickets on this Thursday uh, between 5 and 6 p.m. at breakingtheyips.com.au. Is it, is it btyc.com.au? If you type breaking the yips into Google, it comes up. Yeah, it's btyc. Okay, btyc.com.au. Between the hours of 5 to 6 p.m., tickets go on, on Thursday, 13th of July. Tickets go on sale for our next golf day, Marrickville Mania. Which will be on August 4th yes. at the Marrickville Golf Club. That's we, it. We, um, we went for a bit of a hack around there the other day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you can see the sort of the trailer. It's on our Instagram. It's also on Breaking the Ips Instagram. But these things, this is the first one we're doing since we've merged with Breaking the Ips. Since we've docked. Since we've docked. And Sebo, the last one that Sebo did, sold out in six seconds. So I think there's like a hundred literal spots. They go so fucking quick. Four man Ambrose prizes on every hole. Obviously, the main prize uh, is glory and trophy and whatever else. Well, glory, glory is you know you can take glory to the grave with yeah. you. You know we go and have a bit. We go and you know we go and enjoy ourselves afterwards. You yes, know, we do. Responsible. a hearty response. One of the great. It's actually got one of the great little uh, clubhouses there. Yes, so a, a a really good spot for a bit of a rip and a bit, a of, a bit of a yip and a yahoo. That's you get right. a bespoke uh, hat that you comes do. with it. You do. Very cool. Very classy. Yeah, they are. They're good. I really like these ones. Same. Really, really like them. Only get one if you've played in this tournament. And if you don't play in it, you don't get a hat and you don't have a chance of glory and you don't have a chance of ripping and tearing. Basically, you you miss out on a great deal of great things. Now, the only way to get a ticket, as we've mentioned is btyc.com.au or just go to Breaking the Yips in Google. It will come up between 5 and 6 on Thursday. The We're way not, Seb does this, though, is he doesn't give you an exact time. You basically need to just be ready between that's the hours what, of that's, 5 that's and that's 6. The way, that's the way he likes to operate, and I'm not going to get in his way. No, it's it, seems like a, it seems like a very uh, cruel way to do it. You're keeping everyone on their absolute tippy-toes. Well, I was suggesting you could just give a day and not even a, not even a window. You want to go even crueler. That would have been cruel. But that would have been. But Sebo likes to operate this way, and again, you know, power to him. So if you – you basically got to be on there for a full hour. Yeah. They might come up first minute. You don't know. 
that's the beauty of it. We uh, we got our we got our little uh, producer Tobler got him all hot under the collar as well by telling him he wasn't allowed to play. <laughs> he was upset. <laughs> he was upset. He was dragging. I actually, did really upset. I know it did. We know. We I saw know. your little face. He like dragging so his feet around all Friday. We're like, mate, we need you to film content for us on the day. Like, and he's like. We'd already we've already kicked him off our team, which we make no apologies for because he's fucking disgraceful. But we then said he just wasn't allowed to play at all. Well, I was just confused, and then I was like, "Well, am I going to play or not?" And then I was like, "I've just got to accept that I'm not going to play." So then, in the off chance that I do play, I'll just be happy and excited. But it took me, it took a bit of working to come to that conclusion. We forgot to tell you it was a, we were just fucking with you, and then I was like, "I should probably just send him a message." Yeah, I was. Yeah, I would have. I was happy to keep it going, but. I, did, I I just saw how sad he was. He was know? so sad. He was so okay. He was like whispering shit mm. to me, like, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll good on your tubler. Good on your tubler. I think the tickets as well uh, is like you buy one ticket for a group of four. Okay, right, because it's four man Ambrose. Because it's four man Ambrose, so it's not an individual ticket. Sweet, oh, it's not individual tickets. No. Okay. You're able to tell it's per person's two hundred fifty bucks. So if you, if it's costing you two fifty, you got to buy four of them. Yep. But I'm um, trust tubler. Trust Tobler. Origin Wednesday night. That's right. Origin Wednesday night. Punters and dribblers. 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We'll be doing another political live stream as it just happens. Coincidence. Maybe. Well, it's coincidental, obviously, Tom. Coincidental that you and I have an itch that needs scratching in terms of talking all things state politics. We're doing that again Wednesday night. Come join us if you want some uh, robust political conversation. Yep. Now, we've been through the side the other week. Um, what I would like to point out, Tom, you know, you and I had mused about why the fuck Clint Gutherson was in the side. This isn't an On anti- the bench. This isn't an anti-Clint thing, by no, the way. love I'm a, Clint I'm Gutherson. I'm a huge fan of, of, of King Gutho, always have been, always will be. This is not anti-Clint rhetoric. It's merely about the balancing of the bench with him on it, as well as Reese Robson. Freddie's come out and basically said he has no plan for Clint whatsoever. He's just there to cover injuries in, in the back line should they pop up. Which feels to me like potentially, um, you know, a misuse of a spot. That's just me. You've got I, people coming out being like, wow, I've never heard anyone be this harsh to a coach before in terms of criticism. And they're like, and it's basically Joey and Brandy saying that. But you're like, okay, let's just let's, let's explore that or allow that to be true. I don't think I've ever heard a coach come out and say about a player they've picked, i got no plan for him. If the year was 2017, right, Joey Johns is in commentary for Channel 9. And let's just say that the Queensland coach at the time picked someone, a fullback, on the bench when you've already got a utility and goes, I've got no plan for him. Just might use him mm-hmm. as injury cover. They would cane that fucking decision. Yes. 1,000% One, 1, they would. They'd Joel cane it. They Joel Kane the shit out of it. And that just, it, it is what it is. Obviously, the opinions change with context, and Joey, being an assistant coach, is going to have that opinion. He's going to back up his boy, Freddie Fittler. Yes. Obviously. So I don't think you would, you, you take what they say with a grain of salt. It's an, it's, it's, it, it's, it was always an interesting decision picking Clint. And now the fact that he has no plan for him, which implies that if there isn't an injury, he will not get a minute. Great. Cool. Sorry. No, 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 no that is great. We can't. You can't offer any pointed criticism because it's you know can't be doing that. That's uh, Freddie's under too much. Get covered too much heat. Yeah. Yeah. As if, 
as if losing three out of the four series doesn't bring a little heat. Mm. Like, what are we talking about? No. You're being disrespectful to Bradman. Oh, are we? You're being disrespectful to Bradman. Right. Okay. All we were saying was... No, Eddie. You're being disrespectful to Bradman Fitler. (laughs) (laughs) All we were saying was... Where'd he come from? Isn't there some people ahead of him? No, Eddie. Don't be disrespectful, thank you. (laughs) Everything's under control. Everything's good. Reeks of something. Fucking hell, I hope we win It starts with a three. (laughs) (laughs) And ends with a Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I... Or a nil, depending what word you want to use. Well, of course, you can choose whatever you want. I don't... I, I'm still excited that we win. We can we can 100% win. I'm just I'm letting you know what it's reeking of. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I do hope that Bradman Best humps and humps well. That's my excitement. That's my hope. I want him to hump. I want him to throw. I want him to kill, metaphorically. I'm, I'm, I'm that silly. should be like the origin question. It's like hump, throw, kill. <laughs> so who would you hump, who would you throw, and who would you kill? If you had to have someone hump for you. So if you're Bradman Best and yep. he's got to hump throw or kill three players or if you wanted to hump throw or kill three players in the New South Wales side. So who do I want to see him fight? I would like to see him fight Valentine Holmes. Or what if he was to – I want to see him fight Tino. Like take, let's take on your biggest guy and just fuck him up. If he was to win because he would obviously. Well, that would be my hope. Like, I wouldn't want to see him throw down with Tino and get, get fucking pumped. No. That's why I thought Valentine, you know. Just no, but I think, walls. I mean, I think Bradman, I reckon Bradman could throw him. Well, who annoys you most in the side? Someone sent us a, a story about Bradman. Can I say it to you and you're going to have to beat this toddler? Oh, so you got that dog yeah. Yeah. in him. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Give him Tino. Give him then. Tino. Give him Tino. Hump? I think you probably want to see him hump the captain. Yeah. The, well, Daly. Well, right no, we don't. Oh, hump. Like, as in just like, yeah, sorry, not throw. No. So you're saying you want him to fuck up. Yeah, no, I'd hump the captain. Hump the captain and kill Munster so he doesn't have to torment us anymore. Yeah, in an origin sense. I this is origin like, sense yes, here. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get carried away with the metaphor. This is merely... Yeah, kill Munster. Yeah, kill him. He's won series by himself, mate. We need him dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Kill him. But, again, it, it's been a very illuminating series for one Edward Simpson. And just to see... The change in myself in regards to this side has been quite confronting. Yeah. If I look, I was, I can't get over what, uh, how different I was as a person six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If that's, when was, the fir- when was the first game? May. In down Adelaide. How many weeks? You tell me how many weeks. It's, yeah, about six. I'd like the exact amount of time. 
Why? Because that's just what I'm in the mood well, for. What's your prerogative, Precision. Mate. I'm in the mood for precision. It's it's staggering to me how different I am. I see the world completely differently. Yep. And I'm not happy about that. No, no, no. You're a different man. You're a broken man. I just, I feel like someone. I feel like an older version of myself. Someone that lived through something mm. horrific. Yeah. Like that eight in a row. Feels a bit like that guy. I don't not, s- not that guy. Not that guy. Feels a bit like that guy, though. This will only be their third in a row, though, if they beat us, will it? Second in a row. They've won two in a row. Already? Oh, sorry, yeah. they've already won it. Sorry, it's not their third. They've sorry, won three in four years. Yeah, yeah. This won't be a three-peat. No, this will be the third in a row. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. no. They've already yeah, won. Yeah, what are yeah. we talking about? Yeah. This will be the third game in a third row. Third game in a row. Yeah, yeah, well, it'll be their fourth game in a row, I think. Yeah, it would be the fourth. Oh. What be their fifth? Do they win second, third? Oh, Jesus. Hang on. Did no, they second, no. Third? They won the first last year. They won the first. They? So they've won four in a row games to this point. No, they've won three in a row. This will be their fourth. This will be their fourth if, if they were to win. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. Just scout way of thinking Shout about it. Shout out to the gecko. Shout out to the gecko. How many weeks has it been? Yeah, six weeks since, like, this Wednesday will be six weeks this coming week. Isn't that weird? Six weeks isn't that long, but it feels, feels like, like... Well, when you're losing Origin games... It feels like we went to Adelaide... Th- Four months ago. Yep. Maybe longer. Five, six, seven months ago. Seven months, eight, nine, ten months ago. Two years. The only... i tell you what gives me hope, Tom, about this Wednesday. Mr. Thumbs himself, Jake Chaboyevich. Who's retired his thumbs, you know? He doesn't do that anymore. He's Well, he does his best. He still sometimes slips up, but he's tried to retire his thumbs. Why? Because he does it in every fucking photo, and then people started ripping him for it. Oh, so he's, he's, he's wigged out about that. Why? Well, I think he wants to provide people with a couple of different looks. <laughs> Wait, did you read that? He said it on um, someone said his thing. Shout out to Jake Duke, who does like a show on Fox. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, he does a show on Fox face to face. He had Jake on there, and he was like, shouted out Hello Sport. But mm. um, they were talking about his thumbs up in the photo, mm. and. Um, Jake was like, I'm retiring the thumbs. Don't retire the thumbs, Jake. I think so too, dude. Like, he's got to think about career post-rugby league. It's about branding. It's about personal brand. And thumbs is part of Jake's personal brand. Thumbs Trebojevic is... That's your moniker. Well, listen, it's just something... It's a way for you to potentially... You're, you're taking a potential monetization opportunity off the table by removing your thumbs. Think about post-career opportunities here, Jake. You could sell anything with a thumbs up. It could just be... Listen, you could actually be selling like rings on your thumb. I would I would advise against that, but you're just like the brand. Of what fucking, about this? Get Come, down to Automart. Bang. bang. Come down to Tom's Pies. Bang. bang. Best. How good are the pies, Jake? Bang. How's that schnitty lube taste, Jake? Bang. bang. Get some Big Day Rose Andy on the weekend, Jake. Bang, bang. bang. You know? So, like, I just, I mean, I think you should think twice before retiring it completely. 1,000%. 1,000%, Jake. Because the, the amount of money that you're leaving off the table, and I know you're a humble guy from humble beginnings, but that doesn't mean that you aren't deserving of some big paydays, and they're only going to come off the back of thumbs. I'm not the, not right. only, but it's just another, it's another revenue stream. I'm talking about the big... Thumbs-based ta- revenue I'm talking stream. about the big bickies. Yeah. You'll have rugby league. You might have a commentary gig. Yeah. And then maybe and some got your coaching. Thumb, and then your thumb work. Thumb rev. Thumb rev, mate. You've got to diversify. Mm. 
You listen to anyone that knows anything about business and yeah. they'll all tell you, you got to have multiple revenue streams, yeah. multiple as in more than one, yeah. as in many. The rev- Listen, if you don't want to manage your thumbs, I'll manage them. We're happy to manage your thumbs. We're happy to manage your thumbs as long We're as you get- We're happy for you- all of your thumb work to come through us. But you've got to unsheathe them every now and then. Yeah. Take the cover off. Take the covers off, mate. Come on. <laughs> get the thumbs fucking going. Get them going, Jake. Get them going, mate. Do a bit of thumbing this Wednesday. Mate, if you get the thumbs out on Wednesday night, it could be anything. Could be anything. I reckon you keep Ruben quiet with a bit of with a thumb in the bum. Yep. Just give him one or two <laughs> at the same time if you want. Yeah. Get them both in there. Bulls. Um, I'm back. Thumb back. Did you watch the Biffs? Yep. UFC 290. Volkanovski. Yeah, he's such a thoroughbred. He is genuinely one of the greatest athletes we've ever produced, and the nation doesn't really. No, so no, not, not, not like really, not like they should. No, not like they should. Not like they should. There That's should what be I mean. statues of him. He's he is uh, probably already the greatest uh, featherweight of all time in the Definitely. UFC. Definitely. Um, Sorry, but he is. Like, don't roll out Max Holloway. Stop rolling. Well, him out. so they say Max Holloway or Jose Aldo, but then like they said, Holloway was. So you can't like. Go back and now fucking say you Aldo. can't, mate. Holloway went. I'm 100 was. No one was talking about Jose Aldo. They go, yeah, he was, and then Max came along. Yeah, Volk beat him three times. Yeah, and has beaten Aldo, and has beaten Chad Mendes. He's beaten all the weapons. The and only then, one, the only weapon out of the featherweights he hasn't beaten is Connor. And if they were to fight, I think it smells. Uh, Connor's big trouble yeah, in Little yeah, China yeah, for yeah, Connor. Yeah. Connor's Connor's long gone. Um, but Volk 35 now, and this was the one I had it. Everyone was talking up, yeah, yeah, and this isn't me being. Uh, no, but Volk was talking him up. Yeah, well. but of course he was talking him up. Like he's got to sell the fight. That's the thing. You can't, you can't not. No, no. But so what I mean by that is like when and his camp was after that after the Islam fight, they were like, mate, we're actually more worried about Rodriguez than we were about yes. Islam. Yes, and Volk said as much in like his post fight. I just I've watched a lot of Yaya's fights, and obviously he is amazing. I just was like, I feel like this is going to be a he's going to smoke him. Because he's just, Volk's just so strong. Obviously, it, yeah, he's got crazy kicks and punches. But and Volk, just, Volk is impossibly strong. He's so like strong. Like, he showed that against Islam. Islam's like, oh, no one's, no one knows how strong I am. And then, like, he, he goes, oh, wow, no, what? Yeah, I'm actually Oh, actually, oh, this guy's actually stronger than me. But he just, the first two rounds, he just mauled him, got him on the ground and just fucked him up. And then in the third round, yeah, he sort of looked like he was, it was a bit more even. Maybe even Yay was. He landed winning. some. So he landed some alright strikes. He, also, he landed some shots on yeah. him. But Volk's yeah. head's just made it granite. But Volk, but Volk, like a little wobble, maybe as he like as he wears it, and then bang, straight back, straight into, back it. into it. And straight back into just it. Just cracked him. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you put it on your table, buddy? I was, and then I didn't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure with my phone. Fucking idiot. Why did you say it like that? Because that's how you said it. I don't say it like that. Yeah, you do. But when you get defensive, that's how you say it. Can I say it like that? Yeah. Okay. I don't, you don't necessarily know. Ella wouldn't say that, though. She'd agree. Um, but, dude, he's... Landed 75% of his strikes, Volkanovski. He's, he's incredibly accurate. Yeah. Incredibly seven, accurate. Seven or 12 takedown attempts. He just took him down at will. Well, that's what you... That's I think you were saying that. Were you saying that the other day? Like, his wrestling's elite. He doesn't yeah. often use it, and he's just going to fucking bury it. He's so strong. So strong. And then the last one, the last one, the last one was fucked. Yeah, you like knew it was rocks him and just made him look 
that's what it used to be like when I was in the backyard with like my mates' older brothers, and they'd pick you up and drop you in your neck. Like yeah. that was it. Yeah, that was complete nut of control, and that you was, had none of it. That was that was a good old fashioned spear tackle. Yep, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Volkanovski, baby, like. There so should be, now, again, there should be statues of him in every capital city. Yeah. Every cap sit. I think it's his sixth title defense and the record for featherweights eight, which is... Two to go. Jose. Two to go. So the next thing for him is either going to be to go and fight... What about streaks? Where's he at in the streak game? Well, he lost to Islam, so that's oh, technically... fuck, of course he did. Course even he though did. most people think he won. Not most, but a lot of, of people think he, he won. But in the featherweight, he hasn't what lost for What about the years. featherweight streak? Mate, he hasn't lost for years. But I wonder where that stacks up in terms of divisional streaks. Good question. I think it'd still be Jose. Jose didn't lose a fight for like 10 years. He didn't fight that often though. He fought like once a year. So it'd be like, what, 10 fights? When he lost to Connor. Yeah, I know, but he did. But like, he, he would only fight like once a year is my point. Where our Volk's a lot more active. Yeah, I don't even know, to be honest. I don't know what Jose's uh, activity was like pre Connor. I think it's, it was Anderson Silver Featherweight. No. No. Okay. God, so well, he's got mistake. one of the longest streaks. Did you write? Well, Volk's, Volk streak is, I think it, well, it says 12, but that's not updated this year, so it must be up to 13 now. Unfortunately, I don't trust Dave to get this one right. Maybe we get Evie to look it up. <laughs> she gave a look that said, oh, I could do that. <laughs> um, it's it, it, the streak. Listen, good, listen. Though. It, we don't know what the streak is because, unfortunately, it's beyond Dave's pay grade. But he might be able to tell us what Anderson Silver's streak is. Yeah, is, I yeah. can tell you that. And the relevance sure. of that to the featherweight game is is minimal. Yeah. In fact, you could argue there's no relevance. Yeah, you could whatsoever. argue there's no relevance to the to the featherweight uh, streak question that we have. Okay. Okay. So. So it Volkanovski's. It'd be. 12 up until 2000. So how many times he fight this year? Streak end date. He's only fought twice this year, so it'd be 12 because it ended this year. No, streak ended. Second of the 7th, 2022. He didn't lose last year, though, so that's not when it ended. He's only lost. So why does it say streak end date? No, I know he didn't lose last year. I'm just trying to work out. Maybe that's just when the last, maybe that's the fight. I got a more updated one here. Okay. Here we go. So this is including Feb 12, 2023. So that was last fight. Okay, so he had 12. So he's won, he's won 13 then. Yeah. If you take out that yeah, the Islam. middleweight and you put in an extra... Islam's got 12. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anderson Silva, 16. Usman, 15. John Jones, Demetrius Johnson. John Jones is actually, if you really were to look at it, his is he got disqualified for one that was ridiculous. So he's actually, like, fucking huge. George St. Pierre, 13, then retired. Holloway's, up until our boy Volkanovski, had 13. So potentially 13 in the featherweight division is the number. So they would technically be tied. Yeah, there you go. Featherweight's 13, so he's tied it. He's tied it with Holloway. Um, and then there was the co-main event. Brandon Moreno lost his title to... Tonga? Patoja? Pantoja. Who I really had no under, like knowledge of gangs since that weight Well, class. mate, I didn't have but any... But it, it was a hectic I fight. I had no knowledge of it other than that they'd fought once before in the UFC and Pantoja won. It was a, a great fight. 
Um, <laughs> Christ. And then, and dribblers. geez, I tell you what, though. Poor old Robert Whitaker. Bobby Knuckles. That Duplessis is a fucking handful. He mate. was a handful, dude. He was a handful. He's a big, thick boy. Big, thick. I, um, I think most people thought that Rob was just going to fucking maul him. Everyone thought that. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, yep, him and Adesanya fight again, guaranteed. I am now, obviously I wanted Rob to win and I still want, you know, it's the first fight he's lost to someone who's not Izzy for 10 years. But then after Dracus Duplessis won, Izzy came into the ring from the crowd and they sort of faced down, squared up, faced off, whatever, and it got very dark very quickly. Some news that Izzy may have been a bit uh, boozed, mm. which is his prerogative. But something happened pre-fight where Dracus was talking about he was going to be the representation of Africa because he lived... He's South African. South African. Um, Izzy being Nigerian-born, moved to New Zealand when he was like 10 or some shit. Uh, but he's still like, I'm Nigerian and New Zealand. Like, I represent both. But yep. Dracus was like, I'll represent Africa. I don't think there was anything too, like, etch in Dracus, other than, like, maybe it was a bit bantery. But Izzy, and again, I could be wrong here, but then Izzy was like, I guess maybe has taken it from, like, a more racially slight, slighted position. Mm. And then in the post-fight where they're squaring off, Izzy just started... He started off by going, oh, we're African brothers. And I'm thinking, oh, this is nice. They're just sort of squashing it. And then he just starts calling him the N-word over and over and over. And you're like, oh, shit. He's like, do a, do a DNA test on me. You'll fight. You know where it, like, you'll be able to trace it back to where I come from. You do one on you. No one knows where you're from. Or, like, you're going to be. I was just like, oh, Jesus It's Christ. got dark. Yeah. It's got dark. Yeah. But, yeah. Listen, it's the fight game. People say rogue shit all the time. Yeah, Dana didn't seem too phased by it. He was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I will take my direction from, from the CEO of the company or the president. Well, listen, I think Dana's like, you know, we're drumming up a bit of hype. A bit of hype for a fight that otherwise wouldn't be particularly well hyped. Well, I hope it's in Sydney. Because it was meant to be, right? Well, at least that was the talk. The talk was that the winner of this fight would fight Adesanya at Sydney 293 in September. The problem is, punters and dribblers, only nine weeks now. I don't think Duplessis didn't take much punishment. He didn't. At it all. was a round two knockout. He could round do two it. knockout, so he can definitely do it. It's just it was a little unfortunate that so obviously Volk can't do it. He already said he wouldn't be able to, but now he's got to get shoulder, shoulder surgery. Some um, surgery. He didn't yeah. really tell us what arm surgery. Arm surgery. Yeah, I thought some. It was. But he'd already ruled himself out before that. So it just and then there's a, a lot. lot of, and then of there was Aussies a lot fight. of Aussies fighting on this card. It's. I don't know if this card was already locked in before they announced the Sydney card, but it just feels like there's a bit of an opportunity, a bit of a scheduling. But listen, if you think about there. it, you'll still have hopefully Izzy and Dracus potentially. Then there's uh, Ty. Ty's locked in. Then there is Della Maddalena, who didn't fight on this card. Surely he fights. He hundred percent he'll fight. Kai Kara France. He hasn't fought. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's just disappointing that we won't have Vulcan Whitaker. Because Whitaker obviously loses. Yes. And then... Yes. Robert, I mean, it. shit, who knows? Robert might turn it around in nine weeks. He wasn't... He was stopped, but like he it was wasn't... He was stopped. What's the ruling on that? There is, I'm sure there's one. Yeah, but... I mean, like how long ago you did... you can't train. How long ago did Izzy knock out Pereira? Because Pereira's about to fight again. 
Get what? See, find out what the mandatory um, stand down period is, Dave. Because that you can't train and shit. That's as well a bit of a problem. But Pereira got knocked fucking flatline out. I don't know if there's degrees it's similar to the NRL, right? Where it's like, not sure. Yeah, because getting knocked out cold, not necessarily, which is what Pereira would. Yeah, and he's already back fight. He's gone up away. Whereas Whitaker's like balled up. Yeah, and pumped. it was sort of stopped. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't know. So he might. He might be like, I want to get back in there. I'd like him to, Tom. I'd really, really like him to. I don't know who he'd fight necessarily. But Duplessis, I think you can almost just lock that in now, Duplessis out of Sonia in Sydney. Well, hopefully. That'd be nice because we'll be there. Well, because they, they've, it's like it has to be, I think part of the deal is that it's like a big headline fight. <laughs> and Izzy, given it's his neighbourhood, his part of the world. Australasia, mate. It, mate, he's it's his. Dan Hooker broke his fucking arm in the first round and then, or maybe the second round, but like he was losing the first round, break, breaks his hand in the second round and then wins the whole fucking fight. He's a... He's tough as nails. Savage, dude. He tough as nails? Absolute savage. Bo Nickel. Great First name. round. First round win. First round for Bo. Um, but good. They must have brought someone in last minute. Yeah, oh, they, they did. did. Val Woodburn. They made good biffs yesterday. Good biffs. Yeah. But Volkanovski, like, again, I'll say it once more. National hero. Absolute national hero. People should be... I hope today that there was a lot more water cooler He was the back page of the Men's Women's Weekly, which was good, but I haven't seen... The greatest fighter on the planet... He's, he's the greatest fighter. Well, but he's also like, he's the greatest the, fighter on the planet right now. Who's the, gra- who's the greatest Australian fighter of all time? Him. That's what I mean. Like, it's kind of in terms of boxing. Like, he is Jeff Fennick, maybe Anthony Mundine. Uh, I don't know. If, I man. think Jeff had more world titles. Yeah, I don't know that, and I think they were more legitimate ones. I don't think Chalk was. No disrespect, but I feel like it might be the Marrickville Mauler. Potentially, I can't think of anyone else. Well, it's Volk now, I think. Six title defences. It's got to be Volk. In a fucking stacked uh, UFC division, beating greats. He's in, he, they, like, they're all calling him the pound-for-pound pound number one in the world as well, not just like... Well, he is the pound-for-pound pound number one I know, but he, well, he hasn't been named it. Cause John, yes, he has. Uh, John Jones took it back when he won. Did he? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, straight away. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because he, he retained it after the Islam fight. Which was already he, a flex. And then John then he, Jones won the title it? and then uh, Jones got it. I'm pretty sure. Can you get the can UFC you check pound, that up? pound rankings, Dave? That's such bullshit. Obviously, I'm heavily biased. Mm. But it was impressive what I fucking th- John Jones It was did. impressive what John Jones did. I think, though, that's kind of like, there was also a thing of John. It's like, but John's the heavyweight champion. so But it's like, yeah, but pound for pound. No, like, how right. does that even make sense? You're right. Jones, Volk's still ahead of Islam sick, though. Maybe that's just happened. Well, no, 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 because he was ahead. Islam hasn't fought since then. So Volk, Volk, even though he lost to Islam, was kept at yeah. that pound for pound champ. Yeah, I didn't realize John had come over the top of him. That's annoying. Yep. I've also been telling Porky Pies if that's the case. Well, you have been telling Porky Pies, but they're not Porky Pies because you didn't know that. No, t- great point. So I'm not telling lies. No, you're not. You just it's not a lie if you believe it. You're just uninformed. It's not a lie if you believe it. No. Shout out to George Costanza. Uh, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's an absolute savage. He's an absolute rugby league savage. It's the only thing that uh, I really wanted to end on, Eddie, because I feel like we're getting there. Slowly. Um, but surely. 
obviously as I was up ripping and tearing on uh, Saturday night, and I said it last week when we got those jerseys, um, I watched the Wallabies play. You did? Well, I watched part of it. I didn't watch much of it. I didn't know this. And again, maybe they failed to mention this when they failed to mention to anyone that the game was even on, uh, that we were playing South Africa's B-side. Right. So their A-side was in New Zealand getting ready to play the fucking All Blacks, I guess. And they were like... Well, Are you if-? serious? And we got fucked in the ass. Are you serious? That was their B-side? And their A-side's in New Zealand preparing to win the rugby championship, potentially? Oh, my God. And we got beaten 40-something to 12. 43. 42-12. 43-12. Jesus Christ. That's grim. Yeah, dude. Like... That's grim. Yeah, we are... Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I saw that and I go, yeah, South Africa, first game under Eddie Jones, away. Like, I get it. You know, Two I was, penalty tries is the most rugby union thing to happen. Like, I certainly wasn't expecting there to be... You know, a victory coming. I get, I get hoodwinked by pre-season. Talk. But I didn't know it was their B side. That's who yeah. told you that, mate. They were they were talking about it during the season. They and then the, some of the boys who I was with on the weekend who are more rugby, uh, I was swinging, with rugby union, you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. They were like, "This is also at their B side." I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, the other, I thought it was bullshit. And then Eddie even got asked about it. He got some, so the whole side was their B side, essentially. Believe that was the thing. So like, and Eddie even got asked about it in the post match presser. I was going to try find. And he, he did he blow up? up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, twelve of their big guns. A little bit of a Bradman breast showing respect sort of situation. So the guy goes, "You um." The guy said, uh, "So Eddie, during the week, you said you're a bit disappointed that you were going to be playing the South African B side. He goes, are you relieved now, given the scoreline or something?" Oh, my God. Was that a South African journey? Yeah. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, it is. How many... What were the numbers, Dave? Sorry? Yeah, there was 12 of their big guns, according to this article. I don't know if that means starters or just general top I mean, big 22. Guns. doesn't big matter. Guns. Big, big guns are big, big guns, guns, mate. Yeah. 12. Mm. Fuck me. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's just like, I mean, we're just... It's like... But, listen. What did we expect? Well, every year I feel like they talk it up. And it's like Eddie Jones. No, for all like of his, the the for, for all all his blustery, I'm back. Watch me fucking dominate. Da, 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 da. Australian rugby. Yeah, we're back. It's like, no, nah, okay, we're, we're fucking not, are we? We suck. 42-12 B-side. Listen. Disappointing as well. All I'll say is, all I'll say, it's one game, but work to do. Uh, yeah, a bit of work to do. Plenty of work to do. Jesus Christ, they just dominated us in attack. Double, basically double everything. You're right, Double Evie? carries, double meters. 15 line breaks they made. Double clean breaks and more. Double the passes, basically. Fuck, three penalties to 13. Conceded? We conceded yeah. 13 penalties, so that's it's poor discipline. Two yellow yeah, cards. Yeah, well, time. I'm sure the referee had a lot to do that. I mean, that's, um, there's a bit of rugby in that. In a, in, a, in a little bit of positives, and we look for positives on this show, punters and dribblers. Scrums lost none. We won seven Also, scrums. 100% line-out success We won 12 line-outs, so... They're positives. Yep. Really we didn't good. steal any nut and we didn't win any scrums against our feed, but that's okay. No, we didn't. That's okay. Um, let's see. We won three more. 94% ruck success rate's pretty good. Um, Lost two rucks, but we won 37 of them. They 97 won 97 rucks. rucks. Won. We run 37. 
So they must have had a bit more ball, you would think. Oh, you'd the, think they probably had a little bit more ball, Tom. We missed two penalty goal opportunities. That's good. One of them was like, did you see the one that was like 60 metres out and on the side? And it was a bit before half time, I think. And we were down by like a try. And then they were like, oh, we'll go for a penalty 60 out. And then he missed it. <laughs> Altitude. Yeah. Have a crack. Turnovers. We got a couple of turnovers. That's nice. Missed tackles, 29. We beat him in missed tackles. Look at the tackles. 139 to 58. Where's that? Oh, my God. Yeah. They only made 58 tackles, the South Africans. That's like less than Ruben Cotter makes in a single origin game. That's unbelievable. That shows how much the pills in the pills live yeah. to me. Well, it also shows how little ball. But all up, I suppose the tackles There's are There's less tackles in rugby union generally, but like it's we just had so 694 to 369 meters 156 to our 64 carries just absolutely dominated across the across park across the park again we won scrums and lineouts so you know that's exciting and we made more tackles that's exciting yeah that's exciting um we made missed more but missed more yeah but we missed more cuz we made more it's a great point if you if you go on at a percentage they missed about 40% of their tackles we missed well <laughs> below that it's a great point it's a great point. You so that's positive. The silver lining, yeah, well, yeah. the silver lining's been found. Um, who do we have next week? Oh, we got on to Argentina, I suppose. Geez, that'll be a bloody. Is that against? That's against Checker as well, is it not? I don't know if Checker's still doing the damn thing over there. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. July fifteenth. What time? Seven. Oh, okay. Seven forty-five p.m. Are we back in Oz? Combank. Combank. Nice. Yeah, Checker's still the coach. Okay. This is going to be... That's interesting. It'll be interesting if we lose as well. I can promise you that right now. Yep. Jaco Piper. Anyway. <sighs> Onwards and upwards. Onwards and the, upwards. Oh, my God. Well, listen. Okay, I, was, I was trying to find this stat and I've just found it. The possession in that match was 73 to 27 to there the Springboks. There you go. There you go. Tell listen, listen, we're good at reading the numbers and deducing. Mate, only, the only way's up. Think about it that way. Well, hopefully, unless we know. get pounded by sixty points, we get fucked up by Argentina. Then you could argue. Then you could argue it's down. Yeah. By the bite. Shout out to the punter. Shout out to the dribbler. Shout out to everyone. Uh, shout out to us. And that's about it. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.